Hello everyone and welcome to Cut Stems. I'm so excited about what I'm going to be sharing with you today. Um, for those of you who don't know who I am, I am Regina Anderson. I am from Nebraska. I am from a small town in Nebraska with um, not even 300 people in this town. I live outside of um, Hoskins, Nebraska on a large farm that mainly consists of pigs. Um, we have about 700 hogs on our farm and I love farm life. Um, I'm going to be getting married soon. Um, so I started my journey of growing my own cut flowers this last summer, actually. Um, I'll be getting married in August, so I decided to save money and cut down on some cost um, that I would grow my own cut flowers for my wedding. There is a lot of things I didn't know when I first started out, and now that I am into the whole growing process, and now I'm getting close to where I could almost plant my seedlings that I started back in January outside, I have come to think about taking a raw space, a raw um, area that I have on the farm that has never had any sort of planting done to it. It's just, it's a raw space. It has weeds, it has grass, it has a multitude of rocks and it's never been cultivated. It's never been worked with before. It's never had plants planted into it. This is a huge thing to do. Um, you have to mend the soil, knowing that the pH is correct for well, what you're trying to plant, knowing that, that if, if even the soil can even um, handle or could grow cut flowers. There's so many things that go into growing uh, cut flower garden and I am just so excited to share with you today my journey of going through and growing my cut flowers for my wedding it's been a trial but it's been oh so wonderful as well to see the seedlings that you plant grow into these little tiny plants that will soon bloom into beautiful cut flowers that you can use for any occasions is it the easiest route no but will you get these great results yes um, as long as you're willing to put in the effort and the time and the work you will succeed so today i want to talk to you about what are you going to do to keep the weeds down in your cut flower garden having come from a very raw space or maybe you, you um are using your backyard or an area that has never before been cultivated or been um, tilled or has anything planted in it but maybe grass or maybe it had um, you know your drive part of your driveway is there and you took that out um, or there was it's just never been planted with something before that you know of um, to you it's a raw space it's not it's not ready um, at this moment to be planted and so there's a lot of steps that go into preparing your garden to be able to plant it with. 
And one of the major things is keeping your weeds down. Um, no one wants to be out there hoeing, weeding on their knees, trying to keep all those weeds down. And you don't want to have to spray with chemicals or harsh, harsh chemicals, that is. Um, because some of your flowers, if that were to get on it, it would, it would automatically kill it. And you don't want that to happen after you've worked so hard and so long to be able to grow these plants. Um, to get the, reap the benefit of the blooms at the end of the summer. And you don't want to have that happening. Um, there are some different um, pesticides or um, weed killers out there that can do the job. But it's going to cost way more than the ways I am going to share with you. And it's also... Um, there is still a risk of um, the fertilizer or the chemicals bleeding into um, your flowers. Even though you might not be touching the plant itself, but if it, you were to water, if it were to rain, um, the water could mix with the weed killer and it could spread it into your plants and the root ball of your plant. And that will automatically kill it, even though you're not trying to. Um, so... We're going to be talking about some some different ways that you can do to um, keep the weeds down. One of the greatest ways to keep your weeds down is the most simplest is weeding. No one likes to do it. No one likes to be bending over and weeding. But I find that um, this is one of the most not really effective ways but if you get down and just get maybe an hour a day or 45 minutes a day go out and weed a section of your garden and each day do that weeding isn't too terribly hard um but if you are not able to do that if you're not able to get on your hands or on your knees um, or be able to even stand back up very easily that's not really an option for you um so i have a my second option for you would be to um, save up your cardboard, save up your newspaper throughout the year um, when it's not planting season and we're all wishing we could be out in the garden or doing something in the garden. Start saving up supplies already during those um, dormant months that your garden isn't in, in full bloom, per se. Um, cardboard, um, your papers, really newspapers especially and cardboard on the farm um we had feed sacks and uh, these feed sacks do have a plastic liner in them but i cut off the bottoms of these feed sacks and i lay them down to keep the weeds down you might think it looks horrible but there's a process to it really um when you Lay out your rows, your planting, where you're planning on planting your flowers, you lay down cardboard in between each row um, so that it just, water cannot, or the weeds cannot come up, and water still passes through, and it's biodegradable. Now, with me having the plastic in between my liner, I do have to go back up in the fall and pick it all up, but I find that with a little bit of plastic in there, uh, I don't have as much weeds coming through, but that's just a perk of living on a farm. But if you have no, don't have that ability, um, 
putting down some cardboard is a huge help. A huge help. Um, and then once you have that cardboard down, I put down um, usually wood chips, used wood chips actually, from our livestock trailers. And the wood chips do have fertilizer in it because there's manure on it. And you're able to put that on your garden. You're putting good things into your garden. Um, you do have to be careful about using, uh, if you were to use chicken manure on your garden, but you do have to be careful because it could, it has too much um, nitrogen in it and it could kill your flowers. I have had that experience before in my vegetable garden where my family was trying to help me in my garden and fertilize it and they put on chicken manure and it automatically killed my poor tomato plants because they cannot handle that much nitrogen. So that's just something you have to consider when you're doing your, your um, garden as well. You could also put on sticks, grass clippings, leaves. There's so many things that you can put over top of this cardboard or this newspaper as you lay it down in between your rows. Um, some people don't like this um, option because it looks tacky, but I'd rather have tacky or not look super eye-catching or appealing than to have a, to weed all the time. Um, when you do go to have spaces, you're going to have spaces between your rows with this put down, but you also have in the rows itself, you're probably going to have weeds because of your raw space that you have. So you are going to go have to go through and weed those raw space, those spaces in between your flowers. It's not super hard, but it takes time. It takes effort. It takes diligence. And I'm hoping that this really helped you when you go into growing your cut flowers or even in your vegetable garden. If you have a vegetable garden, you